Following is a class given by His Holiness Jaya Patakaswami Maharaj on August 31st, 2007 in Melbourne, Australia. The class begins with a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 10th Canto, Chapter 63, Verse 41 through 44. Human form of life. One who has attained this human form of life, a 
That's a gift from God. Yet who fails to control his senses. And honor your feet. Is surely to be pitied. For he is only cheating himself. Report by Srila Prabhupada. Or Prabhupada's followers. Lord Shiva here condemns those who uh, refuse to engage in the devotional service of the Supreme Lord. Text 42. Yastvam Prishtujjate Martya Atmanam Priyamishwaram Viparyayandriyartartam Visham Atyamitam Kajan that mortal who rejects you, his true self, dear most friend and Lord, for the sake of sense objects whose nature is just like the op- is just the opposite, refuses nectar and instead consumes poison. Purport, Mr. Prabhupada's followers, the dear the person described above is pitiable because he rejects that which is actually dear, the Lord, and accepts that which is not dear and is ungodly, temporary sense gratification, which leads to suffering and bewilderment. Aham brahmata vibhuda munayas chamalasvayaha sarvatmana prapannastvam atmanam prashtavishwaram I, the Shiva speaking, Lord Brahma, the other demigods, and the pure-minded sages have all surrendered wholeheartedly unto you, our dear most self and Lord. Tantva jagastityuddhayantahetum samam prasantam suhiratma daivam Ananyamekam jagaratmaketam bhavapavargayabhajamatevam Let us worship you, the Supreme Lord, to be free from material life. You are the maintainer of the universe and the cause of its creation and demise. Equal poised and perfectly at peace, you are the true friend, self and worshipable Lord. You are one without a second, the shelter of all the worlds and all souls. Purport. Sridhara Swami states that the Lord is a true friend because he sets one's proper intelligence into motion if one desires to know the truth about God and the soul. Srila Jiva Goswami and Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti both emphasize that the term Bhavapavargaya indicates the highest liberation of pure love of Godhead, characterized by unalloyed devotional service unto the Lord. Sri Vishwanath Chakravarti also explains that the Supreme Lord is Samam, perfectly objective and balanced, whereas other living beings having an incomplete grasp of reality cannot be perfectly objective. Those who surrender unto the Lord also become fully objective by taking shelter of His Supreme Consciousness. Arihi Om Tatsat Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta Swami transla- or followers translation for report text 41 to 44
Canto, this is chapter 63, Canto 10, Srimad Bhagavatam, in the matter of Lord Krishna fights with Banasur, spoken here in the Mahaprabhu Mandir, in uh, Melbourne, Australia, on the, today's the 31st of August, 2007, Kristavdo, the 521st year of our Lord Chaitanya, 521, Gorabda. So, here Shiva is himself explaining how Especially to have a human form of life is a gift of God. And the human form of life is actually meant that we can achieve Krishna. It's a possible more than other animal, birds and other species of life. It's not so easy to achieve the Supreme Personality of God. One doesn't have that kind of developed consciousness in most cases. But as a human being, one can start to prioritize things and see things as they are. The problem is the material energy is so attractive for the conditioned soul that we we think that we're going to be happy by gratifying our senses. And this is uh, the illusion. So he starts off in text 41 by saying Atma Vanchakaha Someone who is cheating himself. Vanchak means who is a, a, cheat, a cheater. But in this case, who is he cheating? Normally people want to cheat somebody else to make some profit. But in this case, the person is cheating himself because he could get the highest liberation, Baba Pavarga, he can end the whole cycle of reincarnation, he can achieve the highest spiritual happiness, but instead he's simply going after sense gratification. So in text 42, Lord Shiva further develops this idea that actually someone who rejects Krishna who is actually their true self, is the self of the self. And he is our dearmost friend, and he is also our Lord and protector. We turn our face away from him just so that we can enjoy sense objects. Which is the opposite nature. Sense objects don't uh, give us any shelter. They just put us into bewilderment, make us identify with the body. And this way, we're refusing nectar, eternal nectar, and instead we're consuming poison. Lord Shiva is speaking very heavily. And so that his, uh, he's really criticizing also his own devotee, Banasura, who was serving him, but also for some reason became inimical to Vishnu. This uh, Banasur 
As I remember, his capital is in Tejpur, in Assam. And uh, there's still some ruins there from his palace. So Banasur is a descendant of Prahlad and somehow he became, but he gave up devotional activities and became demoniac. I mean it's a demoniac uh, family but uh, race rather, but uh, a devotional family within that race. So because of this bad association, so we don't know what association, somehow he had a bad association, but he became like this inimical to Vishnu, became demonic in spite of having been a very faithful devotee to Shiva. So in Gohati, Assam, which is the neighboring kingdom, that Bomadev, the descendant of Krishna, of Vibaraha, descendant of Krishna and uh, Bhumi Devi, he was living. And somehow he associated with Banasur, who had so many mystical powers, who had become uh, demoniac and inimical to Vishnu. So he also, he all became uh, a demon. He was born in a good family, was a Krishna conscious family, had all that good environment. But unfortunately, because of bad association, he became misled. So from Boma Dev, he became Boma Sura. And then Boma Sura, he had kidnapped all the young princesses, 16,000 young princesses, who had written to Krishna to please save us. We all want to accept you as our shelter. We want you to marry us. So, also the place where these princesses were kept prisoner is also still available or visible in uh, near Gohati, about 30 kilometers from Gohati. Sometimes we went there with our safari. We were there. Bomasura, he became a great devotee of Kamakya whose Durga, form of Durga, there's a Kamakya temple in Mohati. So that's considered a Shakti Pita. And people who perform uh, tantric vratas uh, or penances there, in order to get tantric mystic powers, they can achieve their mystical powers in one-fourth the time. If it says you have to chant a hundred thousand mantras, whatever the mantra is, tantric mantra, then you can chant 25,000 the same, same result. Just like if you go to Mayapur, it says you get a thousand times the benefit. So, but this is four times the benefit. But for a tantric. So this Banasura, he was uh, very devoted to uh, to Kamakya Devi. And he was absorbed in his uh, sense of gratification. But he was a stranger because uh, he's worshipping Durga, very attracted by her beauty. But one time he uh, proposed to Durga 
that he wanted to have sexual relations with her. So the demons uh, are really are totally out of control. Even they're worshipping the deity, they want to have sex with the deity. So I mean, it was pretty strange. But then she uh, she said, well, because she had promised him a blessing or something and didn't expect this. So, but she's already married to Shiva. And she's very chaste. But she said, alright, since so you asked me, but then how do I know you're worthy for me? If you can build from the sunset until the, crow, the cock crows in the morning, a stone pathway so wide that my devotees can climb up the hill to share her temples on top of the Kamakya hill overlooking the Brahmaputra. If you can finish that road in that time with your own bare hands, then I'll know that you're qualified. So studying, you know, wait till the sun set and then furiously he's building, gathering the rocks and putting there and building them single-handedly in one night. It's about a kilometer long. So it's a tremendous... Uh, and that 5,000 years ago, that road is still there. Banasura's road is... Not Banasura, but the Bomasura road is still there. And many devotees walk up. Now there's a highway also, like a regular paved road, you drive up to the top. But those who want to walk, this walking road made of stone by Bomasura is still there. So when he was just going to put the last stone in, the cockroach, <laughs> and uh, so he failed to finish in time, and he couldn't get his uh, desire fulfilled. But uh, so like this, but the Durga got a free road out of it. So when Krishna came there to rescue these princesses, he knew it was going to be a fight with Bhomasurna. So because Satyabhama is the origin of Bhumi Devi, he took Satyabhama with him on Guruda and flew there. Apparently Krishna came to this valley more than once. And one time he came by horses. And there's a place called Aswa Klanta where the horses had run the whole way and they were so tired that he took them to the Brahmaputra river to drink water. But their hooves were so hot from running all the way from Dwaraka to Gohati that they melted the stone. So the hoof prints of the horses are still there melted in the stone on the side of the Brahmaputra river. And also Krishna's footprints are there as well. So people go there and they do shrat, bathing the footprints of Lord Krishna. So that place is called Aswakanta. Anyway, when uh, Krishna came with uh, Satyabhama, then this whole uh, city, this fortress of uh, Bomasur, was protected by so many mystical uh, safeguards, electricity and different kinds of lighting, different all kinds of mystical protection. So it was very difficult for anybody to get through all this fortress. He was very well fortified and protected. 
But Krishna just uh, called the Sudarshan Chakra and by his brilliant effulgence it counteracted all this uh, tantric uh, mysticism. And then, uh, so eventually Vamas uh, Sur came out and was fighting directly with Krishna. The Bhomasur had some very dangerous weapon which was supposed to be undefeatable. And so he was about to release that weapon on Krishna. So then he asked Satyabhama, what do you want me to do? He's your son. He's now attacking me with a dangerous weapon. And she said, okay, take him out. <laughs> or whatever. Gave permission. <laughs> So then Krishna finished off Bhomasur. Then uh, Kamakya, then, then what happened was the daughter of Bhomasur came, uh, he's also known as Narakasur because he was such a hellish personality. She came out half naked with a big chopper in her hand to attack Krishna. Krishna doesn't fight with women. It's his uh, principle not to fight with the women, with any woman. But then just at that moment, Kamakya Devi appeared, and since she's the worshipable deity of their family, their Ishta Devi, then immediately the daughter of Narakasur bowed down and uh, to Kamakya Devi. The Kamakya said, touch the feet of Krishna. He's going to be your uncle-in-law. You should respect him. He's going to be like your uncle-in-law, like your father. So then taking the order of uh, Kamakya Devi seriously, she went and touched Krishna's lotus feet, put the dust on her head. This way she also got purified to some extent. So later she became the wife of Gadarkach. Because Gadarkach was also half Bhima, half demon. And uh, so he was a devotee, but he was uh, too harsh for a human lady. He was too heavy, because he's also half demon, half Rakshasa. But he was, now, since he's Bhima's uh, son, he also was a devotee, but he just had this really heavy character. So it would be too heavy for the normal ladies, uh, human ladies. So because uh, then Krishna suggested that he marry this uh, Narakasur's daughter because she touched Krishna's feet, she became a little bit mellow, a little pure, she became somewhat purified, but she's also quite a heavy character since she's uh, the daughter of the Narakasur, but also the granddaughter of Krishna. Anyway, this, uh, so many vilas there. So eventually got a touch married to her. That's another pastime. So here Shiva is saying that people who give up their opportunity to serve you and go after sense gratification, they become so unfortunate. Even someone who is a son of Krishna, they could also go off by bad association. We have to be very careful about the association we keep. Prahlad Maharaj says that this association is like a mirror. Whatever, whoever we associate, we tend to take on their qualities. So it's not, if we're only associating with non-devotees, then it's very easy to also start to just identify and do the same things they do. 
And if you know, we try to explain to them how controlling our senses and worshipping God, this is worshipping Krishna, this is actually the highest purpose of life, we get nectar, but most people, they don't have that taste yet. So it's very difficult for them to understand even what you're talking about. So, that's why Rupan Sanatana Goswami were advising that by any means you should get people first attached to Krishna. Bring them to the festival, feed them some prasada, get them to chant, just like chant and be happy. If you just go and immediately, this is the tenth canto, this is the, this is the liberation chapter, uh, part of the Bhagavatam. If you just go out to people and tell them this, uh, which is very heavy statements from Lord Shiva, probably for most people it goes over their head or somehow they can't understand because they know nothing else other than sense gratification. But actually the real purpose of life is to control our senses and to experience eternal nectar to achieve our pure devotional service of Krishna. So here Shiva is saying that I, Brahma, all the devas, the rishis, the pure-hearted rishis, we've all wholeheartedly surrendered to you. You are dear most self and our Lord. He wants to worship the Lord, to be free from the material life. The Lord is the maintainer of the universe, the cause of creation and destruction. But he is perfectly at peace. Sometimes we have a friend, but the friend may not really be at peace. The friend has his own or her own motives, and sometimes the friend may actually mislead us into uh, just like a monastery somehow misled Narakasur. But here somehow Banasur is getting more mercy in the sense that he's not being killed by Krishna because uh, of his service to to uh, Shiva and also because he's a descendant from Prahlad Maharaj so Banasur somehow is getting the mercy because of the intervention of Shiva so Shiva is explaining. Shiva is saying, you are one without a second. You are the shelter of all the worlds. You are the shelter of all the souls. Ekam ananyam ekam jagat atma ekam. Without a second, ananyam, no other. Ekam, the one, the unique. Jagat atma ekam. The soul of the universe. The shelter of the universe. Bhava Pavargaya. Bhava means Bhava Pavargaya. This is Bhava Mawa. So this is Bhava. To, to end the repetition of material life. Bhava Pavarga. Stop it. And be able to uh, go back from home, back to Godhead. So this side by side, we have a material life, we have a spiritual life. So how to control our senses, engage in Krishna's service, so that we can get back to Krishna and end of this life. Pralasa Grihasta, 
Bali Maharaj is Grihastha, Swamananda Grihastha is there. But at the same time they are doing devotional service. So like this, how to remain as a Krishna conscious devotee even when we are in contact with the material world? By using our senses in Krishna's service. So this Bhakti Yoga is possible to be in the material world and take shelter of Krishna. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya, he was spreading this Sankirtan movement that people should chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So people could achieve this perfection. Normally it's very difficult to achieve perfection as a human being. It takes a long time. But... Uh, in Kali Yuga, which is considered a very materialistic Yuga, if one does uh, try to follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then they can achieve Krishna consciousness relatively very easily, in just a short time, by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. So, somehow we want to give people this opportunity so they don't cheat themselves, they don't miss out on the great blessing that they could have. They could get back to Krishna. They could end the whole cycle. Pramandu Bhamite Kunobhakya Vamji Guru Krishna Prasadi Pai Bhakti Lota Beach or wandering around the different universes, millions and billions and trillions of births. And uh, finally we meet, uh, we get the desire that we want to achieve Krishna and by Krishna's mercy we get the shelter of a Guru and by the Guru's mercy that we can achieve Krishna. So we want that uh, people will take advantage of this mercy of Lord Chaitanya. How to market it in such a way when people are totally bewildered. They don't, they think that this uh, material sense gratification is the way for happiness. Although if you study it systematically like Kapila Muni studied, actually people are simply suffering. They enjoy a little bit and then they suffer because of that bewilderment that the material enjoyment gives them. So, how to survive all these tests? It's a big challenge. Whether we take shelter of Krishna, Lord Chaitanya, Guru, that we can achieve our perfection in this lifetime. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Rama.